Hey everybody, we have a quick word from our sponsors and then we'll get right into our show. Hey there, have you ever thought to yourself, I really like hockey and I'd love a show to listen to, but I also don't have enough nonsense in my life and questionable opinions. Ha, I got the show for you, bud. And there's some really, really thirsty person in that group, okay? That will be like, I'll give you $7 for that lemonade. And the $2 person is like, whoa, okay, walking away. That person's crazy. That is exactly what happens in free agency all the time. And that is a really good metaphor. And if you don't appreciate it, put the phone down. Get out of here. We don't want you around. You can't say, hey, you tripped this guy, but also he dove. Well, if he dove, I didn't trip him. If you're a goalie, just, you know, chill. You don't have to do as much as you think you need to do. But also we talk about hockey. So go check out Siren Sounder, a Canes podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday and after every playoff game during the playoffs. Let's Hello, everyone. Welcome to Weekly Nightly Podcast, episode five as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm AJ or Andrew, whichever. Uh, I guess I'm Andrew today, so uh, let's pass it on. Get us, get us started here. I am Carlo. Hey guys, Eric here. And I'm Dave. And we have uh, a guest today. Uh, Summer is sitting in with me uh, uh, here in, in my little recording studio. So say hi, Summer. Hi guys, just being a cheerleader on the sidelines over here. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's just jump right into it. So we are currently recording immediately after game four with, uh, in the first round of the playoffs against Chicago. So. Uh, Today was a loss. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh boy! Like if we, if it's ironic that the, the 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 best game the Golden Knights played in the series is the one they lost. Yeah. Like I mean, Crawford was playing out of his mind. There's nothing you can really do about it. Um, it I I'm just very happy we we're you know up three games and this was an elimination game. You, you gotta you gotta guess that their team's gonna be desperate to at least get one game in. No, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's that's the way hockey goes. Sometimes you run into a hot goaltender, and Crawford just played out of his mind today. It's we've we've talked about it a little bit, or it's been talked about a lot um, with Chicago. They weren't just going to roll over. I mean, they the core of their cup winning team is still there. Crawford was in goal, uh, Kane, Taves, uh, Keith on the back end. I mean, they have the core of their cup winning team still on that team, so they weren't just going to roll over and and go away. Crawford absolutely played out of his mind. I mean, he stole that game for sure. It's the same thing we talked about with the whole uh, Flurry being able to steal a game for you. I mean, Crawford absolutely, I mean, a bounce here or there and that game is going to overtime or Vegas wins easily, so. Yeah, and another thing too, like I was saying earlier when we were in our group text that Chicago does a good job of getting in the shooting lanes. They blocked a lot of shots to themselves, not just Crawford, but I mean, they had well over 90 shot attempts, let alone just the number of shot on goals they had. Yeah, they, they had more. They had more block shots than they had shot attempts today. I, I, I'll get the exact stats, but that was I know that was late in the third period. That was a thing. They wanted they they definitely a wanted this and b once uh, th their coaching must have been like or their their entire game plan today must have been if you have the lead, do whatever it takes to just keep that lead because that's exactly how they played. Yeah, and and credit to them, man. It it was it was ridiculous. But like I said, I thought the Golden Knights were 
fighting and clawing the whole time too because they they control the whole game it was if it was a normal goalie in that net right now it would have been like five to two you know and the, and the goals he scored are kind of like like the one from behind the net that was a little bit soft and the and the the first one he scored was a, a, a total defensive breakdown I forgot who scored it, but he left him wide open in front of Leonard, and it was just a, it was a goal. No. Yeah, you had a little little breakout coming down. It was behind the goal line. Uh, you had Brown and Schmidt. Uh, Schmidt went down behind the goal line as well instead of guarding his man and uh, just left him wide open, unmarked in front of uh, Leonard, and it just went in. Yeah, second goal, you can call it soft. You can call it fluke. You can call it whatever you want. That's a goal that can't go in. Can't go in in the first period. Can't can't ever go in. I mean, it's from almost from the, it was definitely below the goal line, but it was almost from the boards thrown at the guy's head and he headbutts it in for whatever reason. So. Yeah. yeah. Len- Leonard I was saying earlier on that too, is, you know, even though he even seemed late on his headbutt, if he just like Eric, I think you said it just not reacted. It might've just not gone in at all. Yeah. If he but just ducks, he was late if he on, ducks, it flies over him. Yeah. It just, if he, wasn't late knocking it with his head. He wouldn't have knocked it in. If he would have just had a time right, he could have knocked it down on the ice. But better than they would have been, would have been for him to duck. Yeah, it's, there, there, there's a lot of fluky bounces. That, that's what hockey is, though, unfortunately. I mean, you can absolutely control play, expected goals, all this stuff. And that's why the casual fan has so much trouble with expected goals or Corsi or, or any of those things because in a game like this, I mean, you go – Vegas had 49 shots on goal – to the Blackhawks 25. I mean, it's it's not a game that should be even close, and yet they lose three to one. I mean, call it two to one, the, the empty that goal, whatever, but yeah. still. Well, when we, we saw Martin. that last season with the, the in the San Jose series when Martin Jones had like 56 or something saves, um, and Martin Jones is not as close to a good of a goalie as, as Corey Crawford, so. Yeah, it was game six, uh, went yeah. to uh, double overtime. overtime. Lost on, yeah, lost on a shorthanded goal. Thanks for bringing yeah. that one up, Dick. Yeah. Hardest job. Why, why in sports would you bring that up, man? Hardest job in sports: uh, goaltender, starting pitcher, starting quarterback, and things just happen. I don't. It was a good game. I, I think if, if Vegas plays that game again, they close it out in five. I mean, yeah. all, I mean, yeah. we we talked about all of our predictions and stuff. Not many people called the sweep happening. I called Jack it. I think did. It, yeah, Jack did. I think I called it in five. Um, I expected I, I expected a game to them to give one up, whether it be I didn't expect this. I expected more of a the Blackhawks just we traded chances with them and just couldn't keep up. Whereas I didn't expect Crawford to steal one, but it happened. Yeah, looking at all the uh, predictions right now, only Jack Manning ha- had it in four. Uh, actually, I ha- I remember I had it in five, but I everybody had it in five, so I changed it to six. <laughs> so. Uh, but I expect them to close out next game, uh, especially if they play like this again. Now, we th- do you do you think they go back to Flurry to give him the chance, or did did Leonard play well enough, giving up two? I yeah, really it's three, but he's not he, he's not in he's not in goal. So I really don't know, man. It's um, yeah, I, I, I'm not even gonna try to predict. That. Uh, yeah, you I'll, can make a case for either way. Yeah, I, I I've been this. It, this has been my stance this whole time is. Whoever you put in that on that, Vegas has a good goalie, a great goalie in net, and you can't go wrong with any, like either one of those two. Like I really don't care who they put back there because 
they're they'll be fine. You know what I mean? Well, let's well let's uh, let's kind of go through the series. Let's look let's look at game one. I mean, so Vegas wins the game four to one. Um, uh, that was that game. I remember that game. It, it wasn't Vegas's best. No. Either. No, Vegas Vegas hadn't played the best game Vegas played was, was game, four. game 4. They yeah. lost. Game game 1 2 3 they weren't fantastic. They didn't pour it on Chicago like you thought they would. They I, just kind of they got timely goaltending to to stop a lot of the shots. Flurry, I don't know whether you want to say stole, but he was the better goaltender in game 3 for sure. Mm-hmm. Kept them to be able to win uh the one goal game. Uh, uh game 1 though is I thought it, out of the other 3 I thought game one was their best game just because of that third period, because that third, third period, they dominated that third period uh, on game one. Game, yeah, uh, the second was period was it? Right? Yeah, yeah, it was a one goal third. game going into the third and then he scored two more. Uh, and it, the shots were, uh, it was, it was a lot. Like it was, it, Vegas controlled the third period, the whole game one. Uh, but it was close going to the third period, but other than the other two, because the other two, Vegas wasn't their best, especially I thought the uh, the third game. I thought the Hawks were a bit better than Vegas on the third game, like like yeah, Flurry definitely won that game for yeah. Flurry 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 got that game for uh, uh for Vegas. Yeah, he um, let the let let the one whatever goal in, whether you want to call it soft or not. But he made fantastic toe saves. He made fantastic poke checks. I mean, he was good that game. He was very good that game. Yeah, he and, was absolutely good. It was like the flurry we we knew, you know, during the first season. And and watching Flurry and Leonard, I, I even tweeted this, like the way Flurry plays, and this is a reason why a lot of people love him too, is he's exciting. He's so fun to watch. Oh, he's a highlight. Flamboyant. Like, yeah, yeah. Flamboyant is the word you want to use. Yeah. It's, he, he's a highlight reel type of guy because the way Leonard is, like, his saves, does, he makes it look easy because he just stands there, doesn't do much, it doesn't well, look like he's moving a lot, but, but he's there. He's, he, for some reason, he just makes a save. Flurry moves around a lot and do ninja shit and makes it look really cool, and that's why a lot of people love him for it. <laughs> You know, yeah, I mean, there's I, nothing wrong with it. It's just totally different. You know, I will say that the goal that he let in, it, you know, whether you want to call it soft or whatever, it, it's partially because he's so so damn skinny. Like you can squeeze your arms yeah. so much, but if you only weigh like 180 pounds at like six foot two, you don't have much arm there to stop things with. Yeah, well, actually, that, it's not the softest goal given up in this series. That's the softest goal given up in the series is that little off the shoulder goal Crawford gave up to uh, Smith. You, <laughs> what about what about the uh, Leonard's header then? I think Leonard's header is the softest goal yeah. from below the goal line. That 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 almost has a negative uh, expected goal uh, percentage. Yeah. I mean, it's, that that goal yeah, like, can't go in. Yeah, it's yeah, from Yeah, I mean, it, it you know at this point it is what it is. I'm just obviously glad that the team has been dominating this series and up three three one now. So yeah, you know, they're up three one. But like, like said, on, yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah, a lot of respect to the Hawks, though, because everybody just expected Vegas to just steamroll them this whole it, series, especially in, has, in the bubble. I mean, you you yeah. would think if if there's any time for them to just roll over and say, "Okay, guys, we had fun. Let's get the fuck out of here," it would be when they're away from their family and everything. But they've had pushback. They played well. It was it. You got to give a. a a little extra bit of respect to that team because of doing yeah. that for sure. Yeah. And now Vegas would have gotten the early lead that you might've seen that, but since they got that first goal and then they just got in their system, started bogging down and trying to prevent any kind of quality shot for Vegas, even though Vegas did get a lot of quality. A lot of quality so I, 
I'm not glad. Like game four was all Crawford, man. That was yeah. that was Crawford. Like the credit to credit to um the the Blackhawks defense a little bit too because they did clear some rebounds. They did a lot of uh you know uh what 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 are you what are you showing that? It showed now now they have uh, the game is seven thirty now on. Uh... Oh, okay, okay. Oh, awesome. But but yeah, Chicago Chicago cleared some rebounds. Uh, you know they 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 just didn't allow a lot of second chances. You know, so give them credit for that. But that was hundred percent, like ninety percent Crawford that game. Oh yeah, yes, like absolutely. Yeah. There was like probably a couple different rebounds that anybody else, if they were not having the perfect game like Crawford was, basically would have gone in like. When Mark Stone was right there, shot it back at off a rebound, and like just happened to like you know move over a little bit and be able to stop it with his you know right leg. Some Crawford was just really really good. You got like you said, Eric. You got to give that whole team credit there that they're not just rolling over and that they want to show the world that they still have some fight in them. I like to know how many of those quality chances actually came from the slot too. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, Someone posted. I think it was Justin who posted the uh, the heat map of the shots. And boy, oh boy, you, wow! It's it's most yeah, of them. You can't even tell where they came from because they came from everywhere. Yeah, I, I saw the one from earlier in the game, but I didn't see the one after the game. Naturalstatsurf.com, AJ. If you want to go there. Yeah, they have their but, own Twitter account too. I think. Yeah, um, but it was no. It just like I said, give, give your. That's off to uh, to Chicago. Now looking forward to Game Five. Uh, Stasny probably could have played if the series was closer. Um, being up three one, they weren't going to take any chat chances. So getting Stasny back is going to be important. Pacioretty has looked better the last two games versus yeah. Game One. So so taking that uh, taking that game off was good. Um, change it to uh, all there, AJ. Oh, top left. There you go. Oh my. Um, so looking for, like I said, looking forward to Game Five. You got gotta kind of assume Stasny will be back. That means you're gonna get Carlson up with um, Stone and Pacioretty. And actually, Smith, Marshall, and Carlson. I don't know that they have a five-on-five goal since they've been playing together the last two games. I'd have to. No, but they've had a lot of chances though. And but, all right, so. One thing I will say about going to a game five is, um, you know, I saw somebody bring this up on Twitter and it does make sense that like, oh my God, speaking of which, look at that goal from behind the goal line. You are not getting there. Um, it, that's bad. But um, but anyways, the, the, the in, really interesting thing that I saw on Twitter today was somebody that was mentioning, you know, going to a game five might not be the worst thing because it's less like, it's less than a week between that and then the next round versus yeah. then you got a lot of rest. I was gonna say because like if we swept them, there we had to wait a long time for Vegas hockey again because we have to wait for everybody else to finish their series. Yeah, I think it would have been the follow. I think it would have been the following Monday at the earliest. They would have yeah. had. They would have the yeah. full week off for sure. Yeah, somebody so, was mentioning that to me as well too at the GK Hockey Club. He's he mentioned that to me. It's like and, and it makes sense, you know. You you just want to get through healthy. That's the thing. I mean. Vegas wanted to sweep, so is it bad if they play game five? If they come out and dominate and, and put a bunch of goals on, in, in the net and all of a sudden win that game 5-0, 5-1, okay, it was good if they get out of it healthy. If they don't, then all of a sudden you go, well, you needed to close out in game four. So yeah. 
yeah, it's a good the whole devil's advocate thing. Yeah, so it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens on Tuesday, but I I I have confidence. I mean, you you looked at how badly they were dominating the Blackhawks overall today, and really that. Crawford cannot play like that for four games straight. So no, just just play that game again. You win the game and, and you move on to waiting for the lower seed, whether it be, I guess all the, all the teams are. Yeah, it's uh yeah any any team you don't really I I, I don't think it's gonna be either uh, uh Vancouver or uh, St Louis though because for us to play Vancouver or St Louis, um wait no. No, you can play Vancouver because here's the thing. You, you, it depends. For, yeah, for Vegas, Calgary, you're rooting yeah. for either Calgary to win or St. Louis to win or yeah. both to win. It doesn't matter. I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, of something else, yeah. Yeah, right now Calgary and Dallas are tied. They were leading with with under a minute left. Uh, couldn't close that out to go up 3-1. So Calgary and Dallas are tied 2-2. Two two. And the game for St. Louis and Vancouver has not started yet, but St. Louis is currently down 0-2. So if you get one of those two Pacific teams to win – that's who Vegas would play, the lower seed remaining. Or yeah. if uh, uh, Carlos Arizona pick comes back and yeah. – Yeah, six games, man. Series. I said six games. I'm still in it. Um, uh, rewinding, though, um, the when you're talking about when Stastny comes back, uh, yep. obviously uh, Patrick Brown is, uh, is the one – coming off the roster, which uh, he, he's played two games for the Golden Knights before tonight, and he scored two. It's the first game he hasn't scored yet as a Golden Knight. Yep. But uh, how are you going to mix the lineup? Are you going to – who's going to be your fourth line? I think you go – I think you go big body Wah back down to fourth line. Um, I mean, <sighs> even though Wah and Tuck have looked better the last couple games, for sure, um, they didn't have any bad turnovers game four, whereas I thought they had quite a few um, game three and game two. But as was all over Twitter, and I'm sure you saw it, they, they outchanced. Um, they, I mean, they had more shots on goal than when they were uh, playing Chicago. So they played well together. I just – I don't think you can put Stevenson down. And Cousins has been the best player on that line today for sure. Cousins might have been the best player on the ice for Vegas. I, I really I, I like the way Cousins played with Tuck today. Yeah, but here's the thing. I really don't want because, like Jack Manning said last time, I think Tuck and Wah is really forming the chemistry. And they've played a really good game today. I'm not going to lie. They just couldn't finish. Are you just going to split them up again? Here's the only reason why I would be okay splitting Cousins and Tuck up because they're both very similar in the offensive zone. They like to hold onto the puck, go around the net, and just play that puck possession. So they're not necessarily able to – like Cousins can do that and create a shot and give it to, to Tuck, but Tuck isn't the get a quick wrist shot off or get a, yeah. get a slap shot off. He's, he's more it's of the powerful. create his own chance. Yeah. So if you split those two, but once again, Cousins has been playing so well, do you really want to put him on the fourth line? Yeah, so that's, I don't know. that's you, the you situation. Some, some interesting things. Cause, because what if you put Stevenson there? Cause I, I, I'm not that impressed with Stevenson so far. No. I think he, um, he, he is with a line with uh, Bachelorette and Stone and he, he, I agree. Like, yeah, he hasn't been – and knowing Pete, like maybe this – maybe they just reward uh, Cousins, Swa, and Tuck for playing well and then you put Stevenson – because I don't mind putting Stevenson back down there at the fourth line. Well, two things happen with that. One, one obviously, 
uh, you're rewarding, like you said, Cousins, Tuck, Wah, for, for playing well. And two, you put Stevenson's speed with Carrier's speed, and all of a sudden maybe they can do a little bit more. Reeves is just going to be Reeves, obviously. He's, he's going to be the big body. He's going to be the, 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 the checker and stuff like that. But I think, uh, I think that would be interesting to see. And Stevenson probably has been, I don't know about the worst, but one of the worst Golden Knights all series. Because when he was uh, first line left wing, when Pacioretty was out, he wasn't great. And since he's been center the last couple games, he hasn't been great either. Uh, I wouldn't say like the worst though. He's just he's not. Worse. He's not. He yeah, but I wouldn't say he's, he's bad. Like no, he's I'm not saying worst. he's terrible. No, no, no. You're, you're misunderstanding what I'm yeah. saying. I'm saying he's been the worst Golden Knight. I'm not saying he's been bad. Okay. I'm just saying that's he's fair. been yeah, the worst Golden Knight. I can't fair. think of somebody that's been worse than him. No, I, there is yeah. nobody. That... <laughs> no, he's definitely not been standing out at all. He's just been out there. Yeah, and and what's been what it, it's been causing that line to drag down. Um, they they sorely need their an elite center again. Um, yeah, because it's yeah. It, I've never seen like Stone and Pacioretty held so like off the sheets lately, and especially this game. It, Pacioretty's yeah. the only player without a point. Yep. And how long did it take Stone to get a shot today? Yeah, yeah. Like, took him a while. both Stone and Pacioretty. That that, that line ha- yeah. needs to be the line that dominates. Keep in mind when they had Stasny up there uh, last playoffs. You, when it went seven games, I mean, they that line dominated. It was the best line in hockey through yep. the first round of the playoffs, for sure. So you need your star players to be playing well. Theodore has. Obviously, he's your star defenseman. Uh, but you need Stone. And Stone has. I mean, I think he had three goals or something like that through, through these so, games so far. Stone he's is great. fine. He's, he's, yeah. uh, he leads yeah. the team in points in the playoffs right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, he's, him, he's and, him and Smith are tied with seven. Yeah. I think, I think uh, uh, Theodore just tied him, actually. Hold on. Yeah, Theodore took the leading goals, but yeah. I don't know about total points. How do you guys think uh, Patch Reddy looked today? He looks better. Um, I understand that he he has hasn't played as much games as the his teammates, but he looked better. Yeah, he's okay. getting better, he better each game. Yeah, he's getting better every game. He's yeah. playing with a little bit of grit. I mean, you saw obviously the slash at the end of the pre kit, and then he, yeah. he bodied he bodied him into the boards at the end. So he's, he's, he's definitely playing with a little bit of grit. Yeah. Well, and he got into it with Carpenter earlier in the game too. Yeah. Yeah, right in yep. front of the right in front of the benches for sure. And like the whole team was just frustrated that game, man. It's like I would the, the way you play. I am frustrated right now. But you know <laughs> what I will say about frustration is that Nate Schmidt this series has either been extremely good or extremely bad, and there's no in between with him this series. It's like he'll he'll stop a goal from happening and then turn around and let one happen. It's really weird. Yeah, I remember him having a really bad sequence i think it was in game two where he he was the one that allowed that one goal uh he was missed an assignment yeah and today too yeah but then there was another game i think it was game it was a game one or game three where he basically stopped the goal from going in yeah like yeah he's he's been up and down but he's he and McNabb are supposed to be our shutdown line and other and speaking like McNabb, other than him committing penalties out of nowhere, I thought he's. I think he's been okay. Um, well, I, I think you. I think you got to look at the, that pairing and just look as a whole. Okay, so you're four games into yeah. Chicago. Has Kane taken advantage of you? Exactly. Exactly. No. Has Taves taken advantage of you? No. So you might not see them as a whole making these flashy plays, or oh, that's great. Or you might see that the and that's the the crutch of being a defenseman. When you do let a goal up, everybody sees that. I think Mc, uh, McNam and Schmidt have played well because you take the top two lines for Chicago and they're not, they're not 
creating Pretty a lot much, of damage. Yeah. 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 And, and Schmidt had a lot of good chances on the net today, too. Yeah, he yeah. did. Well, everybody did. Yeah. <laughs> except, except for Reeves. He's the only one without a shot. The only thing, the only critique that I would have that happened, and I still, to the life of me, don't understand how it happened. I think it was the third power play. DeBoer put the second unit out. They spent 30 seconds defending instead of being – it yeah. was just a weird thing. I don't know why yeah. he put the second unit out to start. It made no sense. I, I think most of the first unit just got out of the ice. I think that's – Yeah, why. I was going to say it could have been because of the rotation of the lines who was just out there. and. Yeah. Any other players that stood out to you guys, though? Because I, th- I think Riley Smith has been amazing this whole yeah, – R- Riley Smith has just been fantastic since this entire – like, since the bubble started. And, and Playoffs I'm, Riley, man. But, like, he's been really, really good in these playoffs. Yeah, he's I done think, a great uh, jam job. Yeah, I, I think a couple things that we need to, to take a quick step back and realize. Vegas is up 3-1. I know we're recording this after a loss, so you might be looking at things. Yeah. But they're still in great position to move on. So players as a whole through the four games, yeah, absolutely. Riley Smith, he's been fantastic. I, I still, I don't know that we can heap enough praise onto him how good he's been. Theodore obviously has definitely taken that step. He took a step before DeBoer got there, and he took an even larger step after yeah. DeBoer got there. He is just he, he's going to be perennial Norris, I think. And and the thing is, like I've been I've been um, hanging around on Reddit with. Blackhawk fans and stuff, and they start noting noticing Theodore too, and they 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 start mentioning like, "Holy crap, Theodore's really good!" Like, where did he, where did he come from? Kind of stuff. I did I did an hour long oh. segment on the New Jersey Devils, the Devil State of Mind podcast that's on the Hockey Podcast Network here, where you know Neil from from that podcast just wanted to talk about Theodore because it, every he is absolutely enamored. He's like, this is exactly the kind of player that New Jersey needs. This is the kind of player any team needs, but like was just you know, gushing over how amazing Theodore is, especially given his age and development. So I, well, he, he had a couple plays today. One, he got stripped of the puck, led to a yeah. chance, but that's going to happen. But then the other one, it wasn't a turnover by him, but he was able to, to beat the Chicago Blackhawk down and play the correct gap and, and body him off at the boards when it would have been a one on oh. So he has improved his defensive play for sure. And his offensive play is, is one of the best in the league. He's already top five offensive defensemen and he's improving defensively as well. But there, yeah. there, there was that one point though, during, I think I forget it's one of our power plays where uh, he was the last one defending and he gave too much space to, I forgot who he was. Uh, and uh, he, so the Chicago player was able to actually uh, get to the net. Luckily, they couldn't get a shot because Leonard kind of – I think it was a poke check by Leonard, but Theodore gave him too much space. and That was Doc. Doc was coming down. Yeah, Doc. It was Doc. Kirby Doc, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Just couldn't go, he couldn't it, go uh, forehand or backhand forehand. Yeah. He wasn't able to pull it. Um, no, he's had some – Yeah, he's not, he's not perfect. Theodore's not perfect. Absolutely. No, yeah. no. But he's, he's, he's a very good defenseman. He is playing really well. Um I want to say one of the goals, I don't know if it was game three or game four, was solely on Theodore by playing the wrong, trying to trying to cut in to keep the, the puck in the, in the offensive zone, and it didn't happen, and then it led to a two-on-one and a goal. So he's not perfect, but he is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Another... We all pretty much said that he, he's going to have a coming out party this playoff anyway. Yeah. What, uh, White Cloud, though, I think is another defenseman that's just, like, blowing my mind how good he is. Like – He's different from Theodore. Theodore, you see Theodore playing forward, like uh, like going forward. 
White Cloud, I'm so impressed. He's he's in the number one penalty kill with McNabb now. That's 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 high praise right there, you know. I think and another thing with with White Cloud that's interesting is you can start to see as games go on his offensive game is coming yeah. out a little bit more. Yeah, his passes. Like I'm so impressed with his passes and make he makes the right choices with his passes all the time. And his passes, his stretch passes are crazy good. Like, yeah, they usually hit the tape like more times than not by a long, by a long. He's time. he's just solid. He's not flashy like Theodore. He's just solid. Yeah, and that's and, what we, like, and you expect a guy named White Cloud to be not solid. So God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, he does the have other a thing, but it, another thing that goes back to when he first got in uh, during the regular season that you absolutely just love to see out of a young guy is he took his opportunity and ran with it. He yep, gave yeah. them. He did not let them take him out of the out of the lineup. He forced other players out before him. They gave him the chance, and he's never come back out. And he looks like he's going to be on this team and in the lineup for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And there was this one sequence in game three that I, want, I really want to highlight is where uh, it was at the end of the game. Uh, the Blackhawks are trying to tie it. Uh, White Cloud blocks a shot, and it, the, the, the puck trickled out of, the, out of the zone. The the shot kind of stung him a lot. He, you can see it. Like, it hurt yeah. a lot. Like, you see Mark Stone. Kill. Yeah, you see Mark Stone. Yep. Yeah, it was during a penalty kill. You see Mark Stone like, hey, go to the bench. I got, I, like, I'll cover you for now like until you get this up. White Cloud was like, no, I got this. Stayed on the ice and stayed defensively responsible and, and closed out the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah if he had gone off the ice, he would have been yeah. – way yeah. out of position there that he would have been that would have led to a chance if he would have gone went off the ice exactly yeah. that and that seeing that i'm just like white cloud i want to be just like you when i grow up man <laughs> you you are you are a boss so, you know real quick i, I want to give tuck some credit for his play in this especially yes oh my god his, his ability to carry the puck coast to coast and like defend it like it was very, very apparent in this game in particular. And his speed was just insane. I, I don't know if he decided, like, he's just real, real hungry. He, he seems to be getting hungrier and hungrier every time he doesn't get a goal in one of these actual, like, first-round games. So I, I don't I think he has a goal of... in the first round yet. He has a goal in the oh. – he had three during the uh, the play on Rad Robbins, but I don't think he has one during, oh. the, uh, during the actual first round yet. But he's hungry, very hungry, and I, I could kind of expect – him and or patches to be scoring on on Tuesday. Um, I, I wouldn't say hungry though because he did say he has a new diet. So God, God damn, damn it! it. All right, Carol. where's this mute button? Oh. <laughs> okay, so hold on. Uh, do we want to say anything more about Vegas, or we want to go to a little touch on anything else? Or um, are we gonna talk about the goalies? <laughs> like they did today, they win more times than not. So I'm not yeah. worried. Yeah, yeah I'm not worried that, at all. Way again, I, th- I think I think we all kind of assume game five, if it plays out the same way they win that game, they close it out. I think, uh, once again, Stasny coming back is going to really be a big boost if he can get back in. Doesn't matter whether they start Leonard or Flurry, They're both fantastic. If we want to just roll that right into yeah, talking about goalies, we can. We're not – I think so, that's it. I think we're all in the same boat on that. Like, it doesn't yeah. really matter. I don't care who they start. They start either one of them. We're, we have a good chance to win. Yeah. The reason they lost today was not because of Leonard. I nope. mean, I, I no, haven't looked on Twitter that. yet. I haven't looked. There is – yes, he gave up one soft goal, but he gave up two goals. I mean, if your team gets 49 shots and you give up two goals, you're going to win that game 80% of the time, if not higher. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so that definitely wasn't on, on Leonard. Uh, Flurry was good when he played, so it does not matter who plays in my mind. I think 
it just comes down to Vegas has to find a way to, to beat Crawford, which I think they can. I mean, it's Crawford can't continue to, to stand up like this for, for another couple games. I think, once again, I would assume that Vegas closes that out on Tuesday. Right, let's and do this. Then. You're going to need two goalies anyway because the way the schedule is going to be for these playoffs, this is not a normal playoff year. That's what yeah. Yeah. Uh, people have to realize, that it, these are extreme circumstances. We have I'm curious if in, if in this – go ahead. I was just going to say, we have the best problem here ever. I mean, we, we have two yeah. goalies, two starter goalies, like DeBoer keeps saying. And DeBoer's not lying when he said he's going to treat them like starting goalies. It's just he, he is leaning on Leonard because Leonard has a certain style that, that – knows how, and he knows Chicago on this. I think it's also part of it that Leonard – I think Leonard wants to uh, play Chicago, play against Chicago, the team that traded him away. I think, I think there's, there's a little bit part of that too. I, I think they're giving the biggest, it to Leonard. The, here, I could be sim- simplifying it way too much, but I think probably the biggest reason why DeBoer goes to Leonard more than he goes to Flurry is Leonard has not given up more than three goals as a Golden Knight, and he is the more whether you want to call it solid. He his goals allowed average is lower, his save percentage is higher. It, you can simplify it that much. If you tell me that you're going to give up twenty something shots or twenty five shots, and uh, you're not going to have you're going to have somebody with a 10% higher save percentage. I'll take that. Um, okay, let's do this then. Uh, the scale of 1 to 10, being 10 that you are panicking, well, what's your panic level right now? Let's start uh, with you. 1. Uh, what, what, zero whatever point the one? lowest end is, yeah, whatever the lowest one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not time to panic at all. Like, it's, we're fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I th- once again, I, I called it in five. I, I expected yeah. Chicago to 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 push back at, at one point. But once again, I didn't expect it to go this way, but it, it happened. So, I mean, Chicago ha- didn't have the chances, and Vegas did. Crawford stole a game for him. I didn't expect that to happen in the series, but it happened. I think Vegas closes out in five, and we move on with five. Well, let's, let's yeah. real quick just talk about the stat. In a 3-0 lead, only four times in history – has a team actually come back and won the series being down 3-0? Yeah, but of those... all, all of Vegas Twitter is going to say, oh, well, Pete DeVore was the coach one time that it happened, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it, that was the Sharks. We're not the Sharks. Wasn't that the Devils? No, no, no. no. It was the Sharks. No, it was, it was, it was the, the Sharks. It was the Sharks against the Kings. Yep. The Sharks had was a it... 3-0 lead and lost to the Kings. Was it the Kings' the cup year that? Did yeah, the it was the Kings, Kings, Kings Cup year. It yep. was the King's Cup year. It was – no, Pete wasn't the coach, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, what was year that? was it? Those are 2014. 2014. Yeah, no, no, he was, he was not the coach yet. Yeah, that was – It was, was not DeBoer. It was not DeBoer, no. Guys, he was still DeBoer, with the Devils. De, DeBoer was the coach. Uh, the year okay, after hold that. hold on. Because De, no. DeBoer's first year, he got, he got them to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. And so whatever year that was, and it wasn't that same year, obviously, so. I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, looking too. All right, so, somebody start talking about something else while we all look at. <laughs> like, well, anyway. San Jose, so, 20, his first year was San Jose's 2015. Yeah, so it was the year after that happened. Yeah. That's that was how the that year other before. guy got fired, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. If, if that happens to you, your job's probably on the line. That's embarrassing. Um I mean, it basically almost happened to Vegas just with, with the 3-1 at that point. But that was also against Pete DeBoer, so just saying that. Yeah. 
Pete DeBoer in his first year as a coach brought both the oh, New Jersey Devils. Uh, guys, that was 2014, not 2015. April 30th, 2014. I'm reading the article right now. Yeah, yeah. That was 2014. Pete DeBoer's first year was 2015. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Oh, well, it sounded like you guys – sorry, my bad. I thought you said no, that. No, no. I, what I was going to say is Pete DeBoer twice so far in his first year coaching a team has brought that team to the Stanley Cup final. His first full year. Yeah. So yeah. That doesn't, well, if, if you don't make it there, it doesn't count this year. It counts count. next year. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, it counts next year. Technicality. Okay. We got to do that, yeah. But no, there, there is no reason to panic being, especially given the way this series has gone, being down or being up 3-1 in going into game five. This is just how hockey works. Like sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out, but this is the better team by far. You go and you look at all of the post-game interviews by the Blackhawks, except for yeah. today's probably, and they're like, oh my God, yeah, we're just happy yeah. to be here. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of the post-game, because like, I, I watch them, a lot of them are just like, we got to find a way to beat them. we got to – we gotta figure out like they're they're a bit, they're a really good team and we gotta like find a way blah, blah blah like you can you can tell that they know that Vegas is a better team. Was it who was it? I think it was either Eric or Dave last night that was saying that they expected Corey Crawford to play insane today. Wouldn't me. Well, I don't think that was me either. But I wasn't me. I think you were dreaming. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like somebody was like, "Yeah, are you, you know. are you cheating? Are you cheating on us?" Yeah. I, I, I actually, I actually called this game five-one for Vegas, so I think I was wrong. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. Omega said he would play well, but the way he did play today was not well. The way he played today was freaking outstanding. Well, yeah. it was Kemper-like. Got to give him credit. I mean, that was it. Was awesome to watch him be that good too. How I, many? I was, so this postseason, how many amazing goaltender? Uh, performances have we seen? Because we see the one with Corpusalo, we saw the one with Price, we saw with the one with Kemper, and now we saw the one with like with. What about uh, your, dude, your, everybody always forgets Markstrom. Markstrom has been outstanding. Yeah, 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 for, yeah. Markstrom, yeah. Markstrom's underrated, even though he a lot of us know who he is. Markstrom probably stole that last game for Vancouver. Like the the way that what that one the way I see went, it though, because the way um. The way I see it, though, is the um, that that matchup between the Blues and Vancouver is a little bit more even. Like the the skill the skill between each other, like you know, yeah, it's a good I, matchup. Yeah, I, I have a feeling though that all, uh, most of our predictions were going to end up biting or you know eating our words there. I, my gut says Vancouver is taking that one. Well, I mean, today, I mean, I, I know we talked about it a little bit. It just got released, but. Um... St. Louis is going to Jake Allen instead of Bennington. Not that Bennington's been great, but that's kind of a surprise. And Tarasenko has been terrible since he came back, but he's still their, one of their best goal scorers. He's not playing. So I think this is a game that I could see Vancouver going up three games to none tonight. Yep. Vancouver, has, like, they're so fun to watch, man. Their young talent is just – just like it, they're very skilled and just so fun to watch. Like you got Hughes, you got Patterson – for um, Horvat, that that one goal he had just blew my mind. The the one we had like made two moves and like wow, yeah, and then the he, overtime winner too. Horvat just had an outstanding playoff. Dirty dangle yeah. all day. Yeah. That just dirty, just so dirty. But and it's and it shows with their best defenseman and probably their best offensive player both being on entry level contracts, and they're still up against the cap, and they're going to have to lose. 
actual yeah. good players because of the cap next year, that shows how bad Vancouver management is. Like, how do you have your two best players on entry-level contracts and still can't figure the cap out? Oh, that's right, because you gave Tyler Myers way too much fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, way that, that, much. Well, yeah, that's serious, though. Like, and I've been saying this since the after the round robin. The Blues has not impressed me. They they lack that um they, they don't have that Gloria moment. They just lack that oomph. You're never gonna live this down, Eric. <laughs> no, 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 he's right though. He's right. They, they I I tried to write off the first game going, hey, it doesn't matter, it's an exhibition game. Then they were tied with Colorado with a minute left and Colorado won on the last possible second. So you went, okay, no big deal. Then they lost to Vegas, even though they led by two goals. You go, okay, that's fine. They should have beat Dallas. They didn't. They lost an overtime or a shootout, actually. And then they have no show this series so far. So at some point, you got to go, okay, they just don't have it this year. As much as I thought they would, they've, they've showed zero pushback, which has kind of been a – I don't know whether it's surprising or disappointing or what it is. I, I just – I don't get how – if you're there, play. I don't know. Yeah. They don't seem they, to want to be there. They've lost their moxie. What is – I mean, they, they still have time. Uh, they're down 2-0 right now because – uh, I think I, I was thinking the same thing with Boston, but after the whole uh, Tuka Rask thing, I feel like they turned it on after that. Oh, I did. feel like they kind of, I feel like they kind of put that in their shoulders and kind of just turned it on. It's like, hey, screw this. People are talking about smack about us. Real quick, just turned it on and then dominated that game. Can we can we all real quick just laugh about that Halak play though? Like when when he he literally passed it to the other team. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. When he uh, he w- intercepted. Uh, one of my favorite tweets that came out with that, that Halak went Tony Romo playoff mode <laughs> through an intercepted pass. Yeah. It was just, it was funny because I, I mean, they won that game anyway, but like seeing him do that and then seeing him panic was just, it was a good highlight reel sort of thing to see. But yeah, but to my point, the blue still have that, uh, has that chance. Like they can still go ahead and turn it on. Yeah, because they need to win you, tonight for sure. Yeah, yeah the, you can, because you, we've seen the Blues turn it on last year. Because they were, if you remember last year, they were oh at the God. bottom, we of, bottom of the league, bottom of the standings, and turned around and won the championship. They were bottom of the standings by points, not point percentage. If they're still at the bottom. Like, they're still down there. I mean, you know what I mean? They still were a bad team. I think they had something like four like or five games in hand. And if they won some, like, if they went four and one, they would have been middle of the pack. But, yes, I get it. They were not yeah. very good. They fired their coach. They got to the playoffs. They won the Stanley Cup. They beat Boston. Yeah. Good. Boston sucks. So Fuck you, you Boston. Know, so, you know, you know that they have a switch. You know they have a switch in, within them that they can turn on. Maybe it's I haven't seen it. Switch, though. Maybe that's what's going to happen to us this, this playoffs. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, they, they haven't – I haven't seen it this whole bubble, so we'll see how they come out here in about twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I, I, I personally think they're that they're headed toward going home. Um, like, let's let's talk about some of these, but real quick, let's talk about the guy we just signed from the team we can't pronounce. You mean? Hold on, hold on. You give him some credit. Here's the deal. We'll try to figure out the the team name in a second. Ryan Murphy was a 2011 draft pick. First round, top 12. This kid is a stud. I have no idea how he's not – this is not the biggest news of the, the signings during the offseason. This kid is a surefire, absolutely day one, he's going to be an AHL team. He's a bust. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Welcome, welcome to Henderson. 
Henderson Silver Knights. It's, hey, not hey. Even a, it's, it's a straight AHL deal. They're like, hey, yeah. you want to come back to North America? Cool, Henderson. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Of, I mean, we're talking about Ryan Murphy signed to an AHL team. He was playing in the KHL from – Andrew, where does he play from? I, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> it's just let, easy, guys. Nefeka Emek Nishakamask. I got it. It's – it's uh, nobody gives a fuck. I practice this. I practice this. Neftchemic, Neskimask. Well, the second word means petrochemist, apparently. Like, I saw the translation and I'm like, okay, so they're playing for a team sponsored by a petrochemical company. Yeah, they have a. Yeah, but Anyways. It's in the KHL. It's, it's, it's a Russian name. Let me say it again Neftchemic, Neskimask. Not going to play here anymore is what, what it's saying. <laughs> Guys, look at the players selected around him. Dougie Hamilton, Jonas Brodeen, Sean Couturier, Mark Shifley, Mika Zibanejad, Jonathan Huberdor, Gabriel Landeskog. I mean, this guy wow. is absolutely what, what, going to be a stud for the Henderson Silver Knights. Was he originally <laughs> drafted by Boston with those three picks in a row? No, no, this was 2011, not 2015. This was the uh, Hurricanes, uh, number 12 pick in 2011. There really aren't a lot of great players behind that, him. Ben Bayer's not very good. Jamie Oleksiak, not very good. J.T. Miller, Joel Amia, Mark McNeil's not even in the league. I, have, I mean, I couldn't pick him out of the I, league. I don't, I, I, so they, they found their third pairing at Henderson. Then. Yeah. Uh, good, but they, they, they found their healthy scratch, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because well, sorry, Jimmy Schultz, your uh, your your spot just got taken. <laughs> Ouch! Oh, th- hold on. This will be. It, you can joke about it all you want, but Jimmy Schultz, keep in mind, he is an RFA. Yeah. They might let him walk. They might go. Man, go like he was like, on I know. Week, I, I know we're in like the postseason right now, and we're not talking about future stock. But man, but Jimmy Schultz, huge disappointment. Who, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, he was on a one way. Therefore, they might not even. Oh yeah. Uh, qualify yeah. him. They might just let it go. They might not qualify. I mean, Talk about a disappointment. Because, because we, we're going to have more uh, defensemen coming up. We have Cochran coming up, right? I think. You got Cochran. You got uh, yeah. um, Caden uh, Korzak. You yeah, got Korzak. Uh, yeah. There's one more that they tried to sign. I what about Deliberator? Didn't he sign? No, no, no. no, he didn't sign. He uh, went back one more year. He went back to, yeah, the NCAA. But, but the if thing, the – if the NCAA gets canceled, yeah. he could sign and come yeah. in. I was going to say that, yeah. And what? Because they uh, might cancel the season. Well, we got to get the uh, Golden Knights Watch guys back on for one more off-season for a prospect discussion again. Of course. You know, they're the best source of Golden Knights prospects. Plug for the <laughs> uh, Golden Knights Watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're This segment is not sponsored by the Golden Knights Watch. Yeah, let's, let, let's, let's move on. Um, so back, to, back to some of these games. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on some of these series? Uh, the one that was really interesting to me so far is the Philly-Montreal one. Oh, well, well, talk about contrast between games. You know, Montreal kicks the crap out of uh, Philadelphia in game two. And right now, as we're sitting here, 15 minutes left in the third, Philadelphia's up one nothing. Yeah, and the, look at the shots on goal on that. 14 to 15 in the third period. Huh. Yeah, you got Carter Hart run in game two, and now he's – I mean, they're, they're playing – both teams are playing a little bit more structured defensively right now. Um, Montreal, same thing as, as, as Chicago. I mean, 12 seeds that had no business being in the, in the playoffs, t- making the most out of their uh, – 
their chance and, and yeah. playing really well. Um, it's been good for the young guys from Montreal. I mean, I know if you guys follow me on Twitter at all, you'll see me always retweeting stuff about Nick Suzuki. He's, He's been playing good, really, man. really well. Uh, and Kotkaniemi, Kotkaniemi too. has been yeah. playing very well, absolutely. Shea Weber. I don't know if you guys remember this or not too much. I don't know how much non-Vegas news made it into your guys' timelines. During the season, Shea Weber got hurt. There was yeah. a rumor that he was going to retire, and I remember it was Nashville was going to be completely fucked because of the cap recapture penalty. Well, not only did he not retire, he's been one of their best players. It's, it was a weird thing how it all played out, and he's been phenomenal for them. Yeah, he's looked like the Shea Weber of old, that cannon from the blue line and yep. the way he goes out and hits people. And yeah, man, he, He's a good old-school, new-school defenseman. Like he's, he's, he's fantastic. Big, big, big shot. Can play all all positions or all uh, situations. He's very good. He's today's version of Scott Stevens. So, Who the fuck is that? Won three Stanley Cups. Was the captain of that team. He hit everything in sight. Hold on, was that, he on the Red Wings? That's why. Is that what that's, you said? That's, that's why we have you, Dave. Oh, that's why. Okay. That's why we have you, Dave. I'm twelve. Yeah, you're... <laughs> that was like when I was. I like, know. I'm the old man of the group. <laughs> um, so so yeah that one's interesting tampa columbus to me uh, tampa's leading right like 2-1 in the series but i don't know that one's gonna i think go seven maybe at any here's the thing i don't think you can ever write columbus off until the, they're, they're eliminated because if you look at how the last two periods of game three went tampa bay just poured it on them looks like columbus just kind of ran out of steam and, and tampa bay just poured it on them but I would not be surprised in the least for for the game tomorrow, Columbus to come out and win the game one zero. Like that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think yeah. I think I think there's also the factor that I think Columbus is exhausted, man. They they're they're, ser- they're serious with Toronto. It's just like it was grueling, and they had Multiple to turn around. Yep. Yeah, and they had to turn around and get that. They have to do that five overtime thing. Well, the stu- and it was brought up, and I know, once again, us being out here probably didn't catch it enough. It made no sense why the NHL scheduled the only game five playing team for the very first game of first round. It made no fucking sense whatsoever. They had to play at 12 o'clock on the first day of playoffs instead of, you know, I don't know, let's just let them it's, play this. It it's was really yeah, it's, it's, service to Columbus. I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to give – uh, the NHL too much slack here because this is a very weird time to do all this and scheduling it is kind of hard. You know? you had, but here's the thing. You had teams that had multiple days. You could have put yeah. Carolina Boston on the first day because they were, they it, that series was over they, early. They did. <laughs> they did. They you could have picked any of the other series. I mean, you could have picked Montreal was over in four. Yeah. Uh, Islanders were over in four. You could have picked either of those series. And gone. If you we, if we need to touch on that series, that's another series that's crazy. New York Islanders up three to zero yeah. on Washington. Just whew. Barry Trotz revenge show. I mean, I was gonna say that's what happens when Barry Trotz moves from moves on from the Caps and then knows all their moves and goes to another team. Yeah, well, I can't remember if it was uh, game three or game two, but Ovechkin didn't have a shot until late in the game. Yeah, I have this game really close. I have Washington at seven. But I didn't expect the island. Like I thought it was going to be really close, a really close contested uh, series. And I wonder Islanders if it's going to be the same, like yeah. same situation as last year. Islanders swept the uh, the Penguins and they got swept the next round. Yep, I I could see that. I could definitely see that. I mean, and, Car- 
I mean, Carolina swept um, New York. I didn't. They didn't get swept by Boston. So yeah, they did. No, no. I'm, no, I mean no, this no, year. I'm, this year. Yeah, I'm saying last year though. I'm saying last year. So. Oh, okay. Oh, because last year didn't Carolina sweep the Islanders and then get swept by Boston? Yeah, no, they, so, they yeah. swept. But when you said New York, I'm like, which year are you referring to? <laughs> <laughs> well, the the Rangers wasn't in the postseason last year. Yeah, but but by saying New York, it's could go either way there. Um, anyways, uh, speaking of of which, yeah, the, Todd Reardon has not won a playoff round alone, has he? No, not without Barry Trotz. Did they get eliminated the first round last year? Yep. Yes, by Carolina, yep. by right. Carolina. Yep. Game that's seven. Right. Yep. Overtime, double overtime game seven, I believe. Uh, Brock, uh, what's his name? Brock something? Um, Nelson? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Justin Williams? <laughs> um, uh, let's, let's, talk about, let's, talk, let's talk about Justin Williams. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about how Andrew put Colorado and Arizona on the east. Uh, on the on our bullets and Boston Carolina on the West. The whole West East is completely completely, <laughs> completely flip flop. Yeah, yeah flip flop. But anyways, like I want to talk about the uh, Colorado. I mean, not they say, they say Carolina. I bet Colorado Arizona series because you're really that game. Games. That game three by uh, Darcy Kemper though. Oh my was god, was just ridiculous. Yeah. That was that was exactly what happened with Vegas. Yeah. Yep. That, that, I think I think Justin Bourne, I shared it with you guys. I thought he had the best tweet possible though about it. About that series and, and here I'll pull it up right now because it was so funny last year or yesterday. But somebody uh, else can talk. Yeah. Oh here I, it is. He I, says, Well, Arizona may have found their template to be Colorado. Just get absolutely caved in and pray. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yep. That yeah, was pretty I saw good. that. Temper, like you said, Carlo, is just he's looking good and he, um, I just had a feeling he would through the playoffs, whether they would beat Colorado or not or whoever they play, but I knew Kemper would look good. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to face him. That's why I didn't want to face them in that in that first round. That's why I wanted the first seed. You got you to gotta remember, though, like, er, like halfway through the season, the Arizona Coyotes traded for Taylor Hall because they were rolling. They, they were winning. They were good. So they traded for Hall, and then Kemper got hurt. And then they started being average. They, started they, would, becoming, they, they would have missed the playoffs if the stop stop didn't happen. Yeah, but that. But what I'm saying is, this is way before like the stoppage. This was around December, right before they, right around when they traded for Hall. They were good going into trading to Hall. That's why they traded for Hall because they think they had the chance to get into the playoffs. And then Kemper got hurt, and they they started going down. And now that Kemper is healthy. He kind of, you know how, like, you can see how good he is. Yeah, he's one of the best goalies in the league currently. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Imagine you got to remember that. Had an offense. I was going to say, but it's not, it's not like the New York Islanders or Columbus Blue Jackets where they just suppress a whole bunch of shots. Yeah. I mean, Kemper is good. I mean, they, yeah. they, they, Arizona is good defensively or at least okay, but it's mostly okay. Kemper. It's not their, de- it's not their defensive. OEL is really good. Um, Nicholas Palmerson is really good, but. Like to your point though that they don't have offense. Like I'm not like the game two on that series. I thought Arizona played really well. I thought they were the better team against Colorado. To be honest with you. Yeah, you did two. say that during their group text that day. Yeah, but like Colorado just found a way to win. Beat Kemper. I, th- I forgot the score, but they they won that game. But they they were Arizona played really well on game two, and then game three, 
like I said, it's the same exact thing that happened with Vegas where Colorado was just pouring it on them, controlling the whole game, but Kemper just stood on his head. You yeah, know? He, stole, he stole that game for him for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. So game four is tomorrow for, for them, so that'll be uh, an interesting thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that 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 one's interesting. I'm I'm surprised Summer. She must be, you know, I'm, that on her. I phone. still ha- I have Ari- Colorado. Yeah, I have Arizona at six, so I'm still alive in that prediction. I'm distracted. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even care about Colorado anymore, so that's a good sign. We're, okay. we're making progress. It's good. It's good. Um. So, I I will say one of the most surprisingly fun series so far has been the Dallas Calgary one. Like, yeah, man. I did not expect Dallas to turn up the heat recently and then Calgary tying back up the series and oh man. This is this is really weird to me because I don't know what happened. Either Dallas decided to stop playing defense and just focus on offense, or this is the or Calgary's defense is just that bad. I'm all for the like and the, and their offense is just that good. Where they, it's <laughs> they're just making such great memes too between Johnny Goudreau and Anton Kudobin. Oh my god, they've seen some things. Who who did it better? Who did it better, Goudreau or Kudobin? Kudobin. Kudobin. Yeah, Kudobin <laughs> looks like he's like, what is my life even? <laughs> yeah, like what am I doing how, here? How did I get here? That's that's that, that's one of those things. So <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll pose a question for you guys that that's a little interesting when you think about it. So you got to let's just assume Vegas gets on right, obviously. So they're yeah. gonna face a lower seed. Let's assume Vancouver can can close out that St. Louis series. So Vancouver's through, okay? So they're they're a six seed, I believe. Mm-hmm. So my question is, would you rather have Dallas win the series versus Calgary, and Dallas goes and plays Colorado, and AJ or uh, Carlo? Before you stop, let's just assume that Arizona's getting their head caved in. And <laughs> okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's all right, all right, all right. Well, I'll give you this one. Let's get there. Okay, I'll give you this one. Or would you rather have Calgary win and Vegas play Calgary and Vancouver play? Uh, Colorado. So, wh- what do you think is better for Vegas? And worse so, you're for... asking us who who, do, who we rather play, Vancouver or Col- uh, Calgary? Yes. In the second round, Vancouver. Cal- I I would take Calgary because the the only the only thing that kind of irks me with Calgary is Kachuk being a pest and you know just messing messing with the team's head. And Lucy can have certain moments like that though too. Yeah, but. I but would, he's not in a fa- factor right now because uh, he uh, he he got I, he got a concussion, man. No, he's you in concussion the, protocol. They've already they I think they've announced that, or it's been leaked that yeah, he's in concussion protocol. It was protocol. a bad concussion. He's gonna be out for a while because that was a really they, bad they concussion. They said minimum six days from the time you start, so he's yeah. he's definitely missing at least another game. Maybe two more. Yeah, but like I, I bet you it's gonna be much longer because that that was a really bad. I, I, did you see yeah, the, that hit? Did you see that the hit and the after? And, the, and st- the other thing, that will change his game for the rest of this playoff series, yeah. uh, this play- playoff run for if them. If he plays. Yeah, if he plays. If he comes back in, he's got to be – I mean, yeah, he's a young kid. And yeah, he, he comes from a hockey family, so he might not have any any trepidation. He probably will, though, because you get hit one more time like that, and it, yeah. it's tough. You, you saw what's happening in uh, – with a, I mean, it costs Sidney Crosby a year concussions mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's cost nolan patrick a high draft pick by philly this whole year concussions are not something to fuck around yeah with. you I don't mean, mess around eric lindross's career basically yeah 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 and look at all look at the nfl and all, all the concussions there yeah so, yep but yeah, yeah. I, but answering but, your question i take calgary 
Dave, who would you rather have? I, I even though Marstrom's pretty good, I'm going to say Vancouver because I, I don't say they're not as experienced. Yes, they're they're running and gutting right now, but I just think our system would uh, shut them down. AJ. So I this one's tough because Calgary has subpar goaltending most nights, but Cam Talbot might randomly steal you a game. And Vancouver has very good goaltending, but like Dave was saying, is run and gun. I'm going to go with Vancouver because they Vegas has never lost a game in regulation to Vancouver yet. So for- and I'll, I'll add one more thing, though, too. Marston, I don't think, can, can play as well as Crawford did today. That's so true. For- yeah, I, I think so. For me, I say Calgary. I agree with Carlo and Calgary. Um, this year, we, we caved them in every time we played them. I think our either of our top lines, whether it be uh, Stasny, Marshy, and Smith, or Stone, Carlson, and Pacioretty, could stop um, Calgary's top line. Goudreau just doesn't scare me all that much. Monaghan yeah. and Lindholm, I think we could shut them down easily. Are what they do in their second and third lines is similar to Vegas, like big bodies, Lucic, Tchuk, stuff like that. I think we would definitely be better, and our defense is better, plus goalie advantage for sure. Also, I think Vancouver could give Colorado a little bit of a run, where I don't think Dallas could give Colorado any run. That makes yeah, because because yeah, because that's that's going to be a really fun series to watch, man. Mm-hmm. And I think I tweeted this: the uh, Vancouver Colorado series is going to be run and gun. It's just gonna go back and forth. Plus, yeah, you have you the got, yeah, yeah Hughes versus uh, yeah the Hughes versus Macar thing. Yeah, I, I'm just in there for the chaos, you know. I'm just gonna look at the fans' reaction to that and all the drama that's gonna. <laughs> I just think Dallas would get their head caved in by Colorado, and, oh, and yeah. I'd rather have Colorado have a more difficult series. If, yeah. if I mean, because yeah. you got to look for it I mean, right now. Everybody can go ahead and pencil in. Colorado and, and Vegas in the Western Conference Final. I think it's been that way since they got to the bubble. Yeah, I mean, if we, there were some people, if if there was a chance for someone to upset Colorado, it would be Vancouver. Yeah, and I, I want to take that chance because sorry, sorry if, Carl, if I don't have to. Yeah, that your Arizona Coyotes aren't going to win. Are you uh, changing your pick? No, 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 no. I, I told <laughs> you I was going to give you this one for you. for the sake of argument, but you know. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm for I'm, whatever gives the Golden Knights opponents a longer series before they play Vegas. But 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 let me let me tell you right now. I pick I picked uh, the Coyotes. Well, everyone else picked Colorado. No 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 no. I picked the Coyotes because I want the desert series. The the first round, the, the last round though, I did pick the Coyotes because I thought they were gonna win. I I, I like that was. I love that uh, you say Coyotes instead of Coyotes. But, <laughs> It's my yeah, accent. Kyoto. Anyways, um, but now I, I I was just hoping for them to win because I, I want the desert series, and it was a long, it was like a a, a hail mary, you know. I so. actually don't want the desert series in round two. I'd rather play Calgary. You don't want to play Kemper. You don't want to play. No, I'd rather <laughs> like, give, give me either play, the other two. I'm not gonna lie to you. After watching Kemper play, I'm just like, man, I don't know what I'm asking for here. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want that series at all. Just let let Colorado win in six and move on with life. All right, speaking of moving on with life, let's uh, wrap it up here so I, I can have some natural dinner tonight. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, move on. Um, I think we know what time it is then. It's the, uh, are you going to put uh, the five minutes on the, uh, the screen? Instead uh, of the, yeah, uh, instead of the scoreboard? It did, it did this obnoxious alarm though. Um, it was, 
it's terrible sounding, so we'll have to stop it like right before. Go! Don't do a uh, stopwatch. Do a, uh, a uh, you mean do a stopwatch, not a timer? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, do a stopwatch, not a timer. That's what I do instead of alarm. Yeah, there you go. There okay. you go. So we'll count up, and once it hits five, we'll stop. So um, who, who wants to start? Well, we're, we we got to tell tell everybody, remind them what we're doing here. The five minutes oh, yeah. from around the NHL. So uh, we do four four points in five minutes. Yep. Yep. So yeah, let's let's get this started. I I guess I'll I'll go with the first one, and then we'll we got four of us today, so each one gets one one point here. <laughs> um, so let's get this started. All right. So big news. Uh, after all the playing rounds are done, New York Rangers get the first overall pick from the uh, little final draft lottery thing they did. Um, so I I feel like this is fine. Uh, everybody feel like this is cool? I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. better than it. Out of the four that, that could have upset people, it was the least upsetting of those four. I, I, I'm not even upset about the Rangers at all. Like, the, I think my worst case scenario was Edmonton, obviously. Oh, for sure. Edmonton, yeah. Pittsburgh, Toronto. But for me, here, I posed this, and I, I honestly, it's getting a lot of traction. I think more people are talking about it. Um, I could see the Rangers trading out of that pick. They don't need, yeah. a, they don't need a winger. They need center. Um, there's a lot of rumors that uh, the Kings are not taking a center with their second pick, so I could see uh, the Rangers trading back with Ottawa. I could. Uh, I even mentioned this during uh, when I said, like, if Edmonton wins it, they're going to trade it because they don't need another yeah. winger. Yeah. Yep. So sure. I think it makes sense for them. They're going to get more pieces, especially Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa's a, the one that needs a winger for sure, and it's good for. Uh, an original six team to get that. I mean, it's good for him well, to go. If, if Ottawa's they, not an original six team. Oh, God damn it. They're not going to. Uh, assuming and actually, they, I they think that's the Rangers. Oh. In the modern oh, yeah, era, yeah. that's the first time the Rangers have had the number one pick. Since like yeah. the 60s. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, it's, and Ottawa is kind of like half in French Quebec. So, next point. Uh, Tuka Rask, the, the Boston goaltender, decided to opt out and go be with his family. At, if you take everything at face value, you can never fault anybody for wanting to be with family. So, good on him. See ya. Yeah. No conspiracy theories with that at all. Just let the man be and let him be with his young kids and his wife. Yeah, I like, I, I give him a benefit to doubt on what he, because I don't know him personally. I don't know what's going through his life. So he probably has a really good reason for it. So I'm not going to give him grief for it, you know. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Well, what about you, team... Andrew? What do you think? You're a Boston fan. Um, it, it is what it is. Let's let's move on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. As I was about ready to say, Mike Milbury's a, I don't know how he still has a job at NBC. Overall, I mean, over the years, he's just these stupid takes, stupid comments he makes. You know, apparently he thinks the Space Needle, which is in Seattle, is in downtown Toronto, and all these other stupid takes about Muzzin faking his injury at first. And it's like, dude. Just so I, I read something to today that was fantastic about this. The NHL right now has such an opportunity to really take that next step. They're exciting on the ice. It's, it's do or die games, all of this. And the people that you get calling the games are as old school, old boy network you could possibly get. Mike Milbury, Pierre Maguire. Like nobody wants to hear these fucking idiots talk. I get it. They'll know more than I'll ever know in my life, but they fucking suck. Get new yeah, my, blood in there. Mike McKenna's great. I, I mean, well, get, get somebody. <laughs> my, my favorite thing to say whenever Pierre McGuire is on and says something, it's just like, shut up, Pierre. 
it's just crazy. It's 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 surprising to me how NBC hasn't figured this out. Like we could grow the game so much more, not just NBC, but the whole NHL, to to get somebody other than somebody that's been there for thirty years. I don't I don't care. Other than Doc, don't ever fucking touch Doc. He's the best. But isn't there a contract renewal coming up? Yeah. on What network carries the yep. NHL? Not next year, but I believe it's the year it, yeah, after. The, but the following. big rumor is that it's going to be NBC and another network. So it's going to really ESPN's grow the trying to get it. And yep. that the rumor awesome. is that second network is going to be ESPN coming back in, like Carlo just said. And, and that it, would anyways, be awesome. Anyways, uh, last, uh, Andre for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Brutal injury. I don't know if you guys saw that, but the, your your leg's not supposed to bend that way. He's probably out for the playoffs. It's a huge hit for the, the Hurricanes. That, that looked like very much like the Hall of injury yeah and and on top of that uh the play-by-play uh guy for boston uh i forgot his first name edwards jack edwards Edwards. same thing that we were just talking about terrible comment about it man yeah said that like basically that like svetch brought that on himself and that like it was his fault that he got hurt and that chara was actually uh, did that on purpose you watch that whole thing that's bullshit like it was chara tried to hold him up he wasn't trying to push him down of course chara feels bad and even uh came out today and said chara had nothing to do with it it was because of ice conditions at the end of a game it got a little slushy his his uh, skate bid got stuck. Terrible looking injury. You hope, obviously, it's not as bad as it looks because he is one of the stars in the game. Young stars coming up. He's fantastic. And that is our five minutes. All right. Good job, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll be back sometime next week to uh, talk about what happened this week with hopefully just the next next game. And then hopefully guess- we're ta- hopefully we're talking about uh, the next series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, like, oh, well, hopefully, yeah. We yeah. have to wait till Sunday to to know what the next series is going to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, hopefully, because this is going to be on Monday. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, until uh, until next time, we are again the weekly nightly podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Vegas Nightly um, with the K. Um, and yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. You can find all of us on there too. We have all of our our different Twitter handles. We don't need to try to list those out and then have you guys guess the spelling on these recordings. So. Uh, so till next week, uh, that that'll be it for now. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Peace out.